Okay, and we're live. I think we're live. And this is the, the age-old question I always ask myself every time I go. So let me just give me one second, Darren, to see if we actually are. Yep, we are. Okay. I just want to make sure. I'll turn that off. <laughs> Yo, so we're live. And um, this is, it is hot. This is this is one of the unexpected. Um, I, I shouldn't even say it's unexpected. I mean, in southern Ontario here, we get these kind of heat waves, it seems like, as a norm here in in the greater Toronto area. And it is a scorcher. So why am I outside, you, you're asking? Because it's hot? I should be inside like I normally am. I mean, you know what? I wanted to have one of these podcasts, and I tried to do it last one, to, to do it outside, uh, and things didn't work out that time. So really, if you think about it here, because we live in the great white north, Darren can attest, but actually he lives in a nicer area. <laughs> uh, we only really get, if I'm doing this monthly, I only get really two, maybe three opportunities to come outside and, and do it. So this is one of them. Bear with me. If you hear a gas powered, <laughs> uh, uh, what is it? What did I call pressure, it? Pressure, pressure washer. Pressure washer. Yeah. If you hear a pressure washer or if you hear kids playing basketball, or kids frolicking, frolicking in the pool. Um, that's just the ambient background noise. So just bear with me, folks. If it gets really terrible, uh, dogs barking, and uh, you may hear the, you know, the odd, loud muffler car go by because my street is predominantly, like I guess it, here in Canada, predominantly um, ice vehicles. So bear with me. I'll do my best. But before I go any further. And talk about my whole backyard and everything. I'm going to introduce my guest, like my special guest. Uh, he's been on many times. Uh, he took a little hiatus. I gave him, I gave him a break because I was just working him too hard. And yeah. he's probably one of the hardest working journalists in the Tesla and EV community. Uh, that's that's not even an, something to argue about. He definitely is. Darren from Drive Tesla Canada, welcome to the show. Thanks, X. Thanks for having me. No problem. Happy to be back after a, a bit of a pause there for a while. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good good to have you back. I mean, listen, I, I get all my articles and all my topics at least 90, 99% of the times from your website. So why, like I've always said in the past, why not just, you know, cut through the middleman and the digital thing and just speak to the man himself that, that's what, I mean, you probably write the majority of the articles on the, on the website, right? If I'm not I mistaken. Do, yeah. yeah. You, you, yeah, you have, you have some good helpers, but uh, yeah, this is, this is something that uh, uh, you, you know, you, what am I trying to say? Put, uh, put your, you bleed Tesla. And I wouldn't say that. That's, that's <laughs> maybe a little, too maybe, maybe, a little too, maybe a little too far, but yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you you do a great job is what I'm basically trying to say. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, um, how are you doing? Yeah, no complaints. Enjoying the summertime. Yeah, it's kind of kind and of depressing when you say you, there's only like two or three opportunities to do these outside. In well, year. that's and, and I, I when I said it, I was going to encompass all of Canada, but you know, us people in Toronto, we think we represent the country when we don't. Uh, so I quickly stopped myself because yeah. that's. That's why the rest of the country resents us. <laughs> uh, and and I, I remember, like, you, where you are on the West Coast, you, you have beautiful weather almost year-round. And I go, obviously, this time of year, it's 
more better <laughs> or better. <laughs> but uh, when we're digging out of snow and freezing our butts off, you've got, you know, manageable, likable temperatures. Yeah, we have, uh, I'd say, lately in the last few years, like from April onwards, we have pretty good weather. So That's awesome. I'm yeah. moving out there when I retire for sure, buddy. Find, find me find me a place uh, to live. Uh, I'll, no. I'll be here to welcome you. <laughs> yeah, thanks, dude. <laughs> uh, we've got, you know what? Because we do these monthly now, or I do these monthly, um, what I've said before on, on the podcast, we do... We try to encompass everything that we like topic wise that we didn't talk about uh, since the last podcast. So, but at the same time, I can only have like, you know, half a dozen topics or so. I don't want to make this a four hour podcast. So I don't want to go through the entire news of the month. So I try to, you know, uh, weed through it and, and find the best topics or the most important or, uh, you know, most interesting topics within the month. So we've got, a jam-packed show we've got like i said a handful of topics and we've got the expert here that when because we were talking about this before we we flipped the switch and went live bef when i mess up the topic and mess up the information darren or oh, darren <laughs> darren is here to <laughs> rescue me uh, when i'm doing this by myself people are, that are listening to the audio podcast or watching this live are probably like smashing their steering wheel saying, you idiot. No, you got it wrong. <laughs> That's not right. Darren, Darren is here to correct me. Uh, so you guys can, you won't, you won't be swearing and driving off the road as much. <laughs> uh, okay. So without any delay here, let's get the first topic. And, and you know what? The first topic is pretty, pretty self-explanatory. I, I mean, it's pretty, non-surprising uh, we're going to talk about the q2 numbers for 2023 and uh they were w what word would you use darren for this they were expected surprising <laughs> unbelievable i don't know what what, what would you more more the latter um surprising um yeah most were expecting um sub 450,000, but they were able to pull out what was it 466,000, i think it was yeah, uh, deliveries. Um, yeah, you and, yeah, and production as well was was huge. Four hundred, almost four hundred eighty thousand. Almost four hundred eighty thousand cars produced. That's yeah. yeah. And you know what? I mean, we don't have to go through the numbers. I mean, uh, you if if you listen, we're just going to touch on the topic itself, and that's what I was talking about. Now they're vacuuming <laughs> the car. <laughs> so I, can you hear that? Just a little bit. Okay, good. Because I can hear a lot. Bad. Okay. Okay. I, I can hear a lot. And just in case I've got a uh, headphones just in case if it's too loud for me, but if, if I can't hear you and it's too loud for me, I probably may, may have to switch and go inside. But okay. if you say that it's bearable then, then it's fine. Um, yeah, yeah. So 400, almost 480 produced. And you said about 466 delivered roughly. Uh, and of course, yeah. Tesla never breaks this down. Uh, reading what you wrote here, the majority of units produced were Model 3s and Model Ys, which which we know. Uh, with 460,000 units built at Fremont, uh, Giga Texas, and Berlin. And meanwhile, production of the flagship SNX. Okay, so 20,000 for for SNX, which is usually around that number, isn't it? They yeah, it, it, it's it's about the norm these days. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you said right here, it was just, wow, it was just a few dozen off Q1 numbers for the S and X. Yeah. Um, so the, what was the, the street was 
uh, lower, you said it was under four. Uh, oh, they're expecting 447. So, yeah. yeah so so they, you be know, they beat it by 20,000, which is yeah. usually, usually when uh, they exceed the estimates, it's like within five, maybe 10,000 at the top end of the range but to beat it by 20,000 is is a big big surprise i yeah. think yeah and i thought i don't know about you this is the pessimistic in me i thought you know okay <laughs> monday morning even though it was only a half trading day because of the holiday long weekend yeah. i thought for sure like normal the stock will take a dive <laughs> because yeah, no, I, th I thought exactly the same thing <laughs> Yeah, but happily, and it happily, didn't. Yeah, happily surprised. Yeah, it, it actually yeah. went up. And um, uh, off topic, just while we're on stock, so but off topic of Tesla, Rivian. What happened with Rivian? Rivian went uh, their their stock. I mean, they had their production numbers and they were good too. And and I yeah, they had good numbers. That, but their stock just wow. <laughs> like it, yeah, it I, I, I think um, in the case of Rivian they blew expectations out of the water. And when you're that new of a company and you've been struggling as, as much as they have, um, yeah, that's, that's probably why their stocks are such a huge jump. That's good. I'm happy for them because you know what? I, I always like Rivian and I, full disclosure, I actually have a, a reservation uh, reserved or whatever, an order or whatever, and not, not an order, but I've got, I'm waiting to see what Your the price in is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so I want to see them do good, but they were not impressing me in the last six, six to nine months, two or three quarters. So it's good to see that they're coming around. And yeah, they may uh, fulfill their their uh, yearly guesstimates or or what's the yeah. word? Um, production guidance. Production guidance. That's it. I don't know yeah. all these technical terms. Like you <laughs> I appreciate it. So. Yeah, so they so getting back to Tesla, they did amazing, and the stock did did decent. I don't know what it did today, but, but uh, I think it was uh, yeah, it was up today. So with with, with the half with the half year gone uh, or the half year already, uh, they're just over eight hundred or something like that. I think uh, rough back of the napkin math type of thing. Uh, what I heard or what I'm estimating is for the rest of the year to, to meet their, someone's getting murdered over there. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> okay. You can hear that. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm kidding. Nobody's getting murdered. <laughs> uh, if you're listening at home, um, they're only have to do just under a million uh, to meet their guidance for the year 2023. Yeah. They're at 1.8. Yeah, the guidance was one point eight, and they're at just yeah. under nine nine hundred thousand right now. So they're in yeah. good shape to to meet that. But if you remember as well, Elon said that there's an outside chance if everything goes well. Yeah. Um, un yep. Unlike the last two years, uh, they have a chance of meeting two. I and think, based you know on what? based on the growth from Q1 to Q2, if that continues for three and four, they could easily reach two million. Yeah. I think I think they're going to do it. I mean, I'm no not not here by saying that. I mean, like you said, the writing the it looks like they're going to. Um, I mean, you got to remember too. I mean, when it when I first heard the numbers, when was that on Sunday or Saturday or whenever they came out, I was like, wow, I was shocked and I was happily surprised and everything. But then after it sunk in for a while, I, I thought to myself, well, wait a minute, they literally have four factories now. It's not the one or two, like it's not Fremont and Shanghai that we're relying on. Now they've yeah. got four factories and apparently all of them are supposed to be, you know, 
um, full production at, at uh, 5,000 uh, or more. Perfect, so, yeah. yeah, per week. So I'm, I'm was surprised, but then I thought, you know what, that's good. Uh, and it's, and it shows that they're, that they're doing these numbers because of all these factories and they should be able to do. Yeah. They should be able, I, I'm thinking, correct me if I'm wrong. Tell me if you think I'm out to lunch. I mean, they're so close this one, but I think next quarter, uh, quarter three, they may break the half million for the, for the quarter. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely, I mean, it went from 422 to 466. So that's 40,000 jump. Um, if they can do that again, yeah, it'll be over five. And yeah. That could include the Cybertruck. It can. Oh, buddy, that, that would be amazing. Okay, well, that that was an article that, or that was a topic we were going to talk about. I mean, we can never have a podcast and not talk about the Cybertruck, especially right now when it's so so much in the news and so the, the excitement is is there and everything. So I was gonna, I did have a topic for it. So it wasn't going to be a Cybertruck free podcast. Trust me, folks. <laughs> but while we're on it. Uh, what do you think? Do you think that they're gonna? I know. I know. Elon said that the delivery event is gonna be September, and then I think he said late September. Delivery event aside, and I know usually that corresponds to when production starts, or soon there, before or after, at least light production or or the beginning of production. Obviously, yeah. it's not full production. But do you think that um, we're gonna see something in this quarter coming? Uh, this quarter that we're in the third quarter. I think there is a very good uh, chance that we'll see the Cybertruck production start maybe late this month, early next month. Um, yeah. Definitely definitely a good shot of a delivery event in September then if that uh, comes true. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking so too because, yeah, I'm listening to probably the same things you're listening to, obviously, and, and reading and stuff like that like that, that you're, you're putting out and uh, everyone in the know and uh, – I think you did that one article. And I don't know if that's one of the things. I think it may, it may be when we're talking about it. The the Tagmire, the Joe Tagmire um, rumor yep. that yep. they're shutting down. It's actually, it's this week, right? It would be currently be, right now. It should be happening now, yep. Yeah. Uh, and a portion of the staff, the, the swing shift or something like that, is going to be going over to the Cybertruck line for for testing and, and training and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah it's. It's so close. I mean, it's really close. I mean, we, we're seeing all the prototypes on the road more and more. We're seeing them regular ones. We're seeing camouflage. Uh, yeah. What's his face? Um, Han, um, Franz, Hans. Franz <laughs> is, uh, is bringing them out to uh, the Peterson uh, yeah. and and showing it off so yeah it's close and yeah and when you, you look at those when you see those ones that have been spotted um the quality on them is is top notch so it must be very close yeah i'm i'm thinking so too but it's funny you, you talk about the the quality and everything you you scroll through twitter and you know twitter you say what you want about facebook twitter is just as bad it's i think it's just the internet in general i mean reddit could just you could say the same thing for reddit but you yeah. scroll through the internet internet i should say and you see all these naysayers saying showing pictures and up close uh snaps of the one that was at the, i think it was the one that was at the peterson resumed like the very early one if not the very first one where there's like uh, you know, it's in rough shape. You can tell where there's panels, like big gaps and stuff like that, and pe yeah. pieces are scratched up and everything. And of course, 
their their caption in those photos and they're making fun they're like oh yeah you know within spec and within spec uh, yeah and i know that that drives me that's i i try not to be a fanboy of tesla i try to be level-headed and and call it you know call spade a spade and um call them out when when they do the wrong thing which which they're not not perfect they do every now yep. and then right yep. um but at the same time I hate to see when when these guys just uh, trash for no reason, <laughs> like literally yeah. no reason. Yeah. Um. Oh, I was neglecting, and I apologize. I was neglecting the uh, chat down below in the stream. Uh, Gary, welcome to the show, Gary. Gary's been uh, talking about. Uh, yeah, he, they had the original 2019 prototype, the one that we were this close to getting a test drive in <laughs> this close. when I say this close, we were probably a good 45 minutes out, but still compared to the lineup that, that we first got into to when they actually shut it down and we we're close. So, yeah, so that's exciting. Um, the numbers Cybertruck coming. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I was getting to get your predictions uh, because you're in the know. And I mean, there's stuff. Do, do you believe, let me just, before we move on to the next topic, uh, do you believe, like others have um, alluded to, that maybe, just maybe, we haven't seen, with all the prototypes and the ones driving around and even the camouflage ones and everything, do you think that Tesla is maybe holding out on something uh, that, they, that they're not putting out there deliberately or intentionally to not, you know, tip their hand? For the Cybertruck? Yeah, for the cyber, like some people are, are are thinking, you know, there's there's something that you know Tesla's holding back. This is like ninety five or ninety percent what it's going to look like, but there's still a five or ten percent difference that we're not seeing yet. I don't think so. No, I think what we're seeing now is, I mean, there'll probably be some minor, let's call them feature changes uh, or features that we haven't seen or heard about that that'll come when it's officially announced, but. In terms yeah. of looks, I think what we see is what we're going to get. Um, yeah. Project Project Highland, the Model Three <clears throat> refresh. I think, yeah, well, definitely, they definitely haven't shown everything that they're planning on changing. Well, they don't want to show anything. <laughs> they're they're, they're yeah. going out of their way to yeah. not. I mean, the little bit that we do know of it, actually, more than a little bit, what we do know of um, the Highland is all leaks. Uh, I mean, I think it's, it's, I mean, that one photo with it, the, it being untarped, uh, I think is valid. And I know we touched on this in one of the other podcasts previously a few months ago. I think it's valid. I, th I think it's a, it's a real photo. It's not Photoshopped or, or anything like that. Yeah. But that's just, and obviously Tesla didn't want us to see that, that, that I'm, I'm sure. And maybe we'll find out one of these days down, down the road. I'm sure someone got fired for that. <laughs> I, I mean, I should laugh. I shouldn't laugh. I mean, if someone got fired, that's not a good thing. But like I said, I wouldn't be surprised either, right? I mean, yeah. in this day and age, I was saying this to a friend of mine uh, a few weeks ago when we were talking about Tesla. In this day and age, to think that anything, uh, whether a big company or small company, anything could be kept secret or hidden from public with, with the internet and leaks and, and everything and, and you know, money talks, right? You yeah. you offer throwing enough money. Um, look, look at Apple. Apple's one of the biggest companies, right, in the world, and they can't even keep keep uh, tabs on on 
leaks and stuff like that. I mean, we know for the last three or four years, we've known every iPhone design-wise and feature-wise months before it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> it's not more than months, yeah. Yeah, no, it's very t- difficult to keep things under wraps these days. But but for Tesla to do as good as a job as they're doing is, is an achievement, is an accomplishment, in my opinion. I mean, the Cybertruck, I mean, I know we're going back four years now, but just use a Cybertruck, for example. Like, no one... I don't care what you say. I don't care if you turn around and say, "Oh, I knew it was going to look like that." <laughs> I just couldn't say or anything. I call you. I call a liar if if yeah. someone says that. Yeah, that like, one that was, was impressive. Oh yeah, yeah, that was very very impressive. <laughs> uh, Gary says, uh, and yet uh, Model Y is outselling the three. So if Highland refresh is needed, yeah, it, it is probably needed, um, and that's why they're doing it. See, Tesla's Tesla's ahead of the game, right? I think they they saw this coming and they knew. And that's why they were working on it. Who knows? Maybe they've been working on Highland for the last three years. Who knows? The minute they put pencils down and they started talking about and moved on their attention to the why, as they, you know, iterated with the three, they they never really stopped. But maybe they started working on the Highland back, back then. Who knows? Like, I mean, I'm sure one day someone will sit down with Elon or Franz and maybe get the goods and find out actually what what is the story behind it right and um what what's uh model y juniper or Jun- yeah juniper, juniper? <laughs> i'm thinking jupiter <laughs> for some reason yeah so um yeah no that's that that'll will be, be the amazing. next one yeah yeah and you know what is it just me no it's not just me let me correct myself it's funny that every day or multiple times in a day every day for the last few weeks or at least the last week you read this article where the model y has broken this record in this country has broken that record in in that country like everywhere yeah. you uh, everywhere i turn i'm i'm hearing these records being broken or it's number 1 or number 2 or it's displaced this uh reigning champion it's like yeah. isn't i mean I, I know you said the word impressive i don't even know i think it's it's a for for that accomplishment is it's it's undescribable like i mean it's it's especially especially since it's only been around for two full years um three it was launched in early 2020 so not even a full year that in 2020 and 21 and 22 were the first full years that has been available and it's already was the best-selling car in the world in q1 so it's pretty incredible Oh yeah, we, we got to wait to see Q2. I'm sure someone that maybe that same company is going to crunch yeah. numbers on that and see where where if it still held the lead over the Corolla or if it um extended its lead over the Corolla. Yeah. That should be very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and and Gary's right. Elon did predict it and I've said this before on this podcast when he did predict that. I mean, I believed him, but I didn't believe him in terms of, you know, I, I always obviously took everything Elon says with a big grain of salt and his i mean i can't remember if he gave a timeline but if he did i probably never uh you know held him to it but i'll give him credit now he he was absolutely right yeah yeah i don't think he gave a time frame but i i remember when he said that a lot of people were like yeah that's, yeah, that's a bold <laughs> statement <laughs> that's a bold statement yeah yeah okay uh moving right along that's the uh q2 results and they were very impressive the next, I guess, biggest, or maybe even more, maybe I should have done it, not to say that these are in order of 
big news of the month compared to non. <laughs> They're not in order, but maybe I should have led with this as opposed to. But once again, just like we're hearing Model Y news every day of uh, them breaking records in this country or that country or that continent or, what, or wherever, worldwide, we're also hearing of <laughs> a new, you know, OEM or car manufacturer, uh, if not every day, every few days, or a uh, chart supplier. Uh, coming out and saying, yeah, we're moving over to Nax. I mean, yeah. this, I mean, I think, I think when Ford did it, uh, probably with Ford, but I'll be conservative and say probably when GM uh, came out, then that was, you know, that was where the ball got rolling or the, not even the ball got rolling. How am I trying to say this? The, it was inevitable then. I think it was out of control that there was no, no turning back at that point. Yeah. GM. I think Ford got the ball rolling. GM made sure that the ball didn't stop. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. It's one way to say it. Um, and now, I mean, Volvo, uh, Polestar, uh, who was it that said this week that they're in talks? Is it VW? VW, yep. Yeah, VW's in talks, which basically says that they're going to do it. They're just, you know, VW, they're probably trying to wheel and deal and try to get the best deal or something yeah. and, and pinch Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, at this point, can can you see, Darren, in, in your expert opinion, can you see any auto manufacturer not or or yeah, like fight this and, and be stubborn about this? Um I have one I think, that comes yeah. up. <laughs> I think they I think there might be some that will do that, but it'll they'll be just shooting themselves in the foot because Tesla has a stranglehold on the market right now and going forward that's not gonna not gonna lessen so uh yeah there's there's no way out there for someone to not uh adopt nacs is uh, yeah stupid <laughs> stupid and just childish and and, and yeah. pointless at this point yeah but but i agree with you i mean it's it's incredible how how quickly the thing took off and you know i guess maybe the experts said, knew that it was going to take off this this quickly or this this big when Ford got the ball rolling but I think it's gone faster than I even most of, would honestly admit I mean yeah, what, is that sure. the standard that SAE uh, safety uh, standard company or, or thing down in the US they've yep. they're looking into making this to standardize this and, and making it official yep. because really it's not official now it's just you know, Tesla came out and said it, right? But um, hold on, bear with me. <laughs> Remember, I said there would be probably maybe someone one, driving by, one uh, loud muffler or or car or motorcycle. That's the one motorcycle. There may be another one, but it's my neighbor, and I think he's in for the night. But <laughs> there is a loud um, uh, Dodge Demon, I think it is, like the Charger. The, right. the one with the red eyes. What's the red eye? Not a Hellcat, but it's the Demon with an aftermarket exhaust system. That thing shakes houses as he drives by. Uh, nice guy, but we we all hate when it when out he drives by how loud it is. Yeah. So yeah, um, going off on tangents again. Yeah, so we're talking about um, the, the major automakers and and how you put it in this article here, uh, or this was Scott actually that did, did this article, but. Yeah. Um, uh, how embr how they embraced the uh, NAX, and and 
how it's inevitable. I mean, there's more to the article here. I, I don't want to do uh, this justice. Go if you're listening, go go read the article. It's from June 30th. Um, it's the it's it's titled "Major Automakers Embrace of NAX uh, Alleviating Consumer Concerns Over EV Charging Availability." Well, I mean, that's that's obvious. I mean, that's that's that was something that we knew that we were going to see if it took off. And what I think is also that was needed. I mean, one of the articles or one of the topics I have later talks about um, uh, consumers' uh, range anxiety and and doubts of charging and and just confidence in in, in public charging. Um, well, so we'll talk about that when it comes up. But yeah, this this I mean, if if electric cars were to take off and were fully dependent on the third party networks like they have been right now with, with CCS, I think I think EVs would be doomed in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, unless someone came and sh- shook it up, maybe Tesla's maybe someone can turn around and say, yeah, Tesla's the one that came and shook it up and you know told people to pull their socks up and get their heads out of there, you know what? And uh you know and smarten up. Maybe that maybe yeah. that's what it took. With the reliability and the availability of third-party charging networks right now, I don't see how um, EV adoption could increase at the rates that countries are setting targets for. Because that's a, like that study is going to show it's a huge um, uh, stumbling block for people making the switch to an electric. Yeah, and I apologize if you were watching uh, and not just listening. I thought I had the article up on the screen in the last five <laughs> minutes I've been talking about. I didn't. I just realized when I went back, I didn't. So here it is now. If, if uh, people are watching at home and following along, that's the article. And and like I, I didn't <laughs> – it's funny. We were talking about it. I didn't really scroll down into the meat and potatoes. That's why I said go ahead and read it. I didn't want to go through the whole thing. But, um, yeah, sorry. I thought I, I, I had it on the screen, but I wasn't okay. showing it. Yeah, one, thing uh, that, one thing that a lot of people have been talking about is um, with all of these automakers switching to NACS is what's Tesla going to do to expand the supercharger network? Because maybe they had, because uh, earlier this year, they had, um, when they qualified for funding from uh, the US government, they yep. committed to opening a certain portion to other EVs and expanding the network at a certain rate. Um, maybe they knew uh, built into those plans, uh, the possibility of other automakers coming on board. Um, but with the number of uh, ones that have come on board, it'd be interesting to know how they plan on expanding the network even further, because I, there's a lot of stations that aren't busy, but there are also a lot of stations that are busy in certain parts of the country. Um, oh, yeah. And, and it's only going to get worse. Exactly. No, it is. You're, you're absolutely right. Uh, yeah, out of that that RIA, I, I'm I'm pretty sure. Sorry, IRA, not <laughs> IRA. Uh, I'm pretty sure that they said it was what seven billion allocated for that. Now I'm not. I'm sure Tesla's not getting all of that, but yeah. at the same time, I think they're getting a good chunk of it too, right? And yeah, um, yeah that's to go back in as as well as you know the profit profits they get from opening it up. Um, like like um, Gary says here in the chat. Um, licensing revenue for nax is is uh money or is it open like we don't know that these are these are all um things that we're not privy to so we don't know for sure uh 
what the deal is with the other automakers if there is um, a licensing thing in 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 place. Uh, I know Elon did come out, and I mean he was talking about GM, but I think it goes to say for all of the other automakers that are on board that he's not going to be charging um, the other manufacturers uh, owners more at the at the superchargers. It's going to be whatever Tesla owners pay is what is what they're going to pay. So that's good. Yeah. That's so, well, uh, here's a regeneration exclusive. Um, so yeah, uh, Mary Barra said that in that entry that part of the one of the key reasons that she decided to sign on the dotted line and go with NACS was that yeah their customers would be charged the same rates that Tesla owners would be. But I've heard from uh, someone in the industry who's in the process of negotiating with Tesla on also adopting NACS and they are being told that no, they're going to be charged premium rates. So um, like with the non-Tesla supercharger pilot program that they have going on where you can purchase a membership um, to get lower rates, uh, yeah. that's, that's also going to be there. And then if you don't have the membership, then you pay a premium over what Tesla owners will pay. So either GM got a special deal or maybe Mary didn't know the full details. Tough to say. <laughs> Yeah, I could I could see the latter. <laughs> I could definitely see the latter. Because, yeah, that makes a good point. I forgot about that. For the handful of Magic Docs that are out there uh, that other manufacturer owners can use, yeah, they they buy that package or they pay per whatever it is, but it's more than Tesla owners. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So, hmm. Yeah, so you have to figure out based on how much you're going to use the superchargers if it's worth paying. I think it's twelve ninety nine or eleven ninety nine for the monthly membership. If that's going to offset the the increased rates of not buying the membership. Okay, here's a question. I know you can't answer; it's a rhetorical question, but it's a question all the same. So, say you or I have a Tesla. We've had Teslas, you know, for years, but the next EV we get for the family, we decide to go get a, a Kia, for example. And in 2025, we start charging that Kia at, at a Tesla supercharger. Because I am a Tesla owner, technically still and originally, should I get a cheaper rate even though I'm uh, <laughs> charging up my Kia? Like, is there some way that, is there like a member's card like a, that I could carry around? <laughs> I, I like the angle, but I don't, I don't see that happening. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a, thanks for that scoop. That's good to know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think probably Mary got it wrong. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not bashing her just, or anything. Just because all the, all the deals seem to have been structured the same way. At least in the public details that are being released that adapters in 2024 and then the ports and the EVs in 2025. Um, yeah. So I'd be surprised if the other details in the deal are, are different for each automaker, but you never know. Yeah, true. I mean, at this point, I mean, I'm trying to think, would Tesla have any advantage or disadvantage by trying to, at this point, after we've got so many people on board, uh, to now say, okay, anyone coming on now, you're not going to get the same deal because you should have done it, or almost like a penalty, uh, yeah, playing hardball. Yeah, playing hardball. Like I wonder if if they if they could afford to do that, or maybe the other manufacturer can afford to not, no matter what the terms are. 
Not, not that yeah. I think Tesla would, you know, you know, you know, rack anyone over the coals or, or um, uh, really gouge them. I mean, I think Elon has said time and time again that we're not out to, when he says we, he means Tesla, he's not yeah. out to uh, bludgeon, <laughs> I think it was his words, uh, the, the competition. And, and he's showing that. I mean, like, because they didn't have to open this. I mean, I know some people would argue and say, yeah, they had to open the network because they were, they were leaving too much money on the table from the government. But, and those, are, those would be the, uh, you know, the Tesla skeptics and stuff. Right? But I don't know. I think they're doing pretty good on their own right now. And I don't think if they did open it, you know, other than that portion of the $7 billion that they're now allotted or, or uh, preview to, I mean, many could argue that, you know what, they would have made those, those billions sooner or later on their own anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they're getting that big. Uh, and that, and you know, that's another thing I hear from some other people that are, aren't in the EV industry, but hear the news in the last few weeks and uh, not knowing maybe, maybe the ignorance part of it, but they're wondering like, is that a good thing? And, and it makes you think like we, we're, we're in the Tesla community and we, we deal with it every day. So maybe we don't, um, we don't have the eyes on the outside to, to, to stop and think um, and, ask that question to ourselves like yeah is it a good idea to have one company in control of all of this uh, i mean i'm sure that's a very good question <laughs> yeah yeah and, and this well this is a question that, that like i said many people are asking right so yeah and they definitely uh, seem to be going down that route of like having a complete stranglehold on on the ev charging market yeah and and like like elon's saying now right like we're not in the market or we're not trying to uh, kill our competition. That's now, but <laughs> next year, five years from now, will they have the same, you know, outlook or, yeah. you know, demeanor? They could change, yeah. right? People change. Yeah. Companies yeah. change. Uh, anyways, I mean, yeah. I mean, especially if, if Elon steps down or we have a different CEO, like so many things can happen down the road, right? That, that, you just can't say never is never right in, yeah. in this day and age anyways um our next topic we sort of touched on earlier when we were uh, um, talking about the numbers and, and stuff like that uh, but this is a tesla to to shut down this is what like i said we we're talking about uh the the model y production line at texas um for upgrades now maybe we can't and maybe you talked about this in the article darren uh, as you know i don't uh uh do my research as well as you in the article do we know what the line upgrades are no we don't no now all, no, all this no specifics from, on that oh no okay no specific this is coming from um oh, joe uh, tegmeyer right this That's is right, all yeah. his, his uh source information and uh yeah. basically it says that they're shutting down for the week of of now as as if you're listening to this at a later time, the, the week of um, uh, Independence long weekend. So from the 4th to, what would Friday be? The 8th? 7th? 7th, 7th, 8th. Yeah. Um, they're shutting down for upgrades, which is a perfect time to do it because wouldn't yesterday being the 4th of July, Independence Day, wouldn't they have to shut down anyways? I mean, I know, I know Tesla runs a tight ship when it comes to... Um, 
you know, getting their workers to work, non-unionized, and I'm not getting into that. I'm just saying, um, would they have been open anyways, or or they would have been closed? They would have given their their workers a day off. So that's one day that they weren't going to get production. So you might as well, instead of a five day week, traditional week to sh- shut down, now we can do it on a four day week. It's yeah, no, I I don't know for sure, but it makes sense that for them to time it for this week, it makes sense that. Uh, yesterday would have been on an off day anyway, so yeah, might as well take advantage of it. Yeah, and where does it say here? Um, okay, Tagmire also provided no details on what exactly the upgrade will be. That's what we, you were just saying. But the shutdown will also coincide with an even more important change related to Cybertruck. During the shutdown, Tesla will be moving some employees who were previously working on a swing shift to the Cybertruck production lines. This is what we were talking about earlier. Um, these these employees will be calibrating and conducting final testing on the Cybertruck lines to get them into production status. That is exciting, and this is, is where you and this is where uh, Joe talks about putting the potential start of Cybertruck production in late July. Like that's just weeks away. That's just or early August. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's exciting. So yeah, we we sort of jumped the gun, uh, but we talked about this already, so we don't have to go too much into this. But um, oh, and then there, you also mentioned here in it that he mentioned something about some another uh, another manufacturing plant in Kyle, twenty miles away, in Texas. Yeah, we- not 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 really much is known about this one. Um, Joe speculates that it uh, is going to produce components for the Model Y and potentially the Cybertruck, but we don't really know yet. That's cool. That would be good. Okay. Um, well, like I said, we'll we'll forgo that one. Let me see if I can just go to the next one. Okay. This just happened a few days ago. Yeah. Uh, I just want to make sure. Yeah, you you can't see it because <laughs> now I'm all paranoid that I, I did the, did it last time and I didn't even know and I felt like an idiot. But uh, yeah, Tesla brings back midnight silver metallic as a standard color because they did have it. Did they like obviously by you saying bring it back? So I am not going crazy by thinking they did have it a year or two ago, but it was very short lived. Yeah, I think it was late 2021 for a few months. Midnight silver was the standard color in addition to. I think white at the time. White, yeah. And then yeah. even even before that, didn't didn't Tesla experiment with even having black as a standard color at one point too? Yep, black was the standard color before then. Yeah. So yeah. and then so I mean you tell me, Darren, you're you're the expert here. Other than aesthetics and having the market and and the streets flooded with white Teslas, is there any other reason um Tesla would do this? Is it? Is it a? Are we looking at a shortage of paint material? Is is it? Uh, they found a better way, a cheaper way to do midnight metallic. Those are all good questions. Um, I don't know. It it could just be changing it I up. Don't, um, but, I don't mean to put you on a spot. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not putting me on the spot. Um, but it's an interesting question. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're gonna see. I mean, it depends on how long they keep this for because they may do the same thing they did last time where it was short-lived and then they go back to white and they pull it. And, and you know, Tesla never makes announcements these these things. It's usually yeah. like 11, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning when um, uh, 
the kilowatts, Ryan or somebody just tweets something out that, that one of his followers or him himself found just by yeah. scraping the website at one o'clock in the morning. That's like, this never, never announces these things. It's yeah, just, no, they it, don't. Yeah. Yeah. And even to employees, it's, it's sometimes a surprise to employees oh, yeah. when they make these changes. Yeah. I can, I can imagine the next morning. Yeah. People coming in, the sales guys coming in, the sales office for their shift, and they're like, "What?" Yeah. Uh, when when customers are telling them that, yeah, yeah, <laughs> because because they didn't get the internal memo or the email or something. Yeah. Um, and then something about the 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 wheel options too, right? Yeah, that was a bit of a yeah. strange one. So, are they going with eighteen inch for even the for for the whole line, like even the per performance? No, performance still gets the 20, uh, 20 inch Uber turbines. Okay, so um, it's just a long yeah. range? Long range in the rear wheel drive. You can only get the 18 inch aerial wheels now. No more 19 inch sport wheels. That, that's got to be something I would assume would be a short lived thing. Or yeah. Yeah. could this be all part of Highland? That's like, one of the theories going around is that, yeah. There's, they've cut this off to get rid of supply of their existing supply of 18 inch aerial wheels. Uh, because, yeah, they are going to be changing the design, both the 18 and the 19 inch wheels uh, with the refresh. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, should we even be calling this a refresh anymore? <laughs> it's going to be a pretty significant. Yeah. It's going to be pretty significant to be considered a refresh. So, yeah, maybe refresh isn't the right word anymore. Yeah. Like, I mean, Arguably, people could argue and say the S and X was was a proper refresh, and some would say it wasn't. It was actually more. But this this seems, at least for the Highland, it seems way more from what we've heard. Nothing yeah. is official yet, but if if we go on just what's hurt, what we've heard, and it all comes to fruition, and it's all true, yeah, this is going to be more more than um, the S and X. Even even yeah. though the S and X had that rear rear screen in the back that many people didn't even know about. Uh, I don't think that was a rumor. I think it was just uh, a lot of the, the front front things. But um, yeah, and even little things on, on the SNX that on the exterior with light design and uh, tail lights and stuff like that, like they yeah. changed it up enough that it also made made a, it a completely different car in my opinion. Now to the average person out there, yeah. I mean, my aunt, my wife, as a matter of fact, we were coming back from camping this weekend, and she, I think we passed a couple Teslas. I, I'm, I don't know where she got the idea from. I'm just assuming we passed a couple of Teslas. And she asked me, she's like, how do you tell the difference between years of Teslas? Between like, and that, what she meant, a 21 or a 22 or a 20, right? And yeah, um, yeah I mean, because she knows that I, I generally know the difference. Uh, or compared to her, at least, I guess. Yeah. Um, but she's just an average, I mean, she drives a car, but she's just an average um, person that doesn't know much about it, right? Other than driving yeah. it. So she, she couldn't tell the difference between a 2018 and a 2021 Model 3, right? Yeah. Like I told her, I said, the, the telltale, the sign for that it, discrepancy in age is the uh, chrome trim, right? Chrome. And she yeah. didn't know. Yeah, she's like, oh, the chrome. I, yeah, I said, yeah. If you see chrome door handles or window window uh, trim, 
then it's definitely an 18, 19, and I think maybe early 20s, I think I told her. Because I think that's right. right? It, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't fully. Uh, anyways, just food for thought. So, yeah, I mean, it's... Um, the other reason, um, which I mentioned in the article, is that it could be a Chinese supply thing. Um, because if you remember when they switched to starting to import cars from China uh, for the Model Y and the Model 3, they stopped taking orders for the white interior and seven-seat configuration for the Model Y. Yes, um, they did. Have they neither, have neither of those have come back? No, neither of those have come back. So this could be another China-related issue. Um, or yeah. it could be, like we were saying before, something related to Highland. Not really sure. Yeah, in my Facebook group, um, some people have been getting, in the last week or two, been getting the Made in China threes and whys, or whys. Uh, and um, in the Facebook group, some people were complaining that, um, well, some people were complaining about before they even got it or, or before they even knew they weren't even yeah, had any you know skin in the game, they weren't getting one, but they were complaining that it's going to be inferior quality, which it was the complete opposite and couldn't yeah. have been further from the truth. But also, uh, some people that did get delivery, they were noticing that they weren't uh, continental tires uh, or the 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 normal tires that came under Y. They were actually were they Kumos? I remember seeing some Kumos. Yeah, yeah, they they were something other than the norm, and they were wondering if it was like you know you know, cheaper tire, like everything, Very everything cool. that Tesla does, every little change, there's scrutin scrutinizing, uh, yeah. uh, scrutiny about it. So yeah. you can't, you can't, if you're Tesla, you really can't win. Right. <laughs> no. And I, I was, I have, to, I have to admit, I was quite surprised at how many people were and still are. Um, so against getting a car from Giga Shanghai, as opposed to Fremont. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah the, the, response was stronger than I was expecting <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's um, uh, move topics and let's switch up from Tesla for a minute here. Cause this is big EV news. And I like to, uh, on the channel here, I like to primarily talk about Tesla, but also uh, squeeze in some uh, other EV news of interest and stuff like that. And in the last couple of weeks, I think it was at least, I know it was at least since I had the last podcast, um, I'm pretty sure the uh, Chevy released a Silverado EV. Mind you, it is the fleet version, so that's the the cheapest <laughs> that we're gonna see. And uh, it was impressive. It was impressive uh, for the outstanding performance that it looks like it's gonna have in terms of range and and performance, but also impressive in, in terms of the price tag. It was also high. Uh, but yeah. you know what? That's to be expected. I think. I I think with all these EV trucks coming out or that are out, including the Lightning and Rivian and all this, and now the Silverado. I don't think that for the people that are holding out and praying and wishing that when the Cybertruck comes out, it's still going to be close to what they were um, first touting back in 2019. I'm one of them. I'm 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 holding out and praying and wishing, <laughs> but, yeah. but but that's that's the dreaming. The dreamer Dax, but the realistic Dax on the other side of my shoulder uh, is saying, "No way in hell this thing, the Cybertruck, no matter what battery option comes out, is going to be under 80, 80 k US. I can't see it. Uh, but 
I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Uh, but that's that's I hope so too. <laughs> yeah, for, for both our sakes, yeah. But no, the Silverado. Uh, what would you think of the performance and and the specs? The the specs are definitely impressive. Um, what is it? Four hundred miles for the? No, it's four hundred and fifty miles. Yeah. That's seven hundred seven hundred twenty four kilometers. Um, that's incredible. Yeah. And then there's the uh, slightly cheaper version of the work truck. Uh, comes with the same range, I think. No, that's slightly less, 350 to 400 miles of range. Yeah, they, they've got, they, of course, Chevy couldn't make this any more difficult in their badging of these trucks. The WT, I think there's a WT4 or a 3, and then there's a 3 or a 2. I mean, it's just, it's all over the yeah. place. And that's not even, we're not even talking the, the, the fully loaded RS. RST or RS that's coming out that's going to be the consumer one because these yeah. ones you need to have a fleet license or something like that to to buy these from the dealer or to order them. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what the requirements are, but yeah, I would assume there's some kind of check like that to make sure that you're actually a fleet customer. Yeah, so we're looking at basically a hundred grand, you a Canadian, of what this is going to be. Because uh, yeah, they're saying that's a lot. 77 US, it's a lot. It's a nice truck. It's very uh, because this is the the work version. Like I said, the uh, the fleet version, uh, very plasticky inside and stuff like that. But it's a truck. You know, if if you're looking for luxury, uh, you're gonna have to wait for the other one to come out, yeah. and that's <laughs> and that's gonna be probably thirty grand more. Yeah, um, 100, 105 thousand for the RST US. Yeah. So what's that here in Canada? One one forty. One fifty. Uh, Jesus. One one forty. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Ooh, that's a lot. Yeah. And do we know if the RC is going to have the the same kind of mileage, uh, for four hundred and fifty miles range? Uh, it's going to be slightly lower. Four hundred plus is what they said, I believe. Plus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So yeah, you, you say in this article it's a hefty price tag. That is definitely. Uh, a hefty price tag, but it's, I mean, when I heard that and I saw 400 uh, or 725 kilometers, I quickly started doing the math. Okay. You cut that in half for towing. I'm still mm -hmm. getting well over 350 kilometers. I can go anywhere that I normally go when I go camping with my trailer on one charge, because right now, if, if I was to get a, a Rivian, or a lightning, or let's say the Cybertruck came out with a 500 kilometer battery pack, and it's still the same cut in half for towing. I'm only looking at probably half of the Ontario provincial parks that we usually go camping at that I can attain without stopping to charge. Uh, but if I have to stop and charge, which I'm sure I will eventually when I do get whatever truck I do end up getting, uh, it's just when you're towing charging especially if it's a long weekend or something like that um or a busy uh, supercharger you're stopping at it's it's cumbersome you have to it's not call. easy especially yeah. with a big trailer like yours <laughs> yeah well i'm automatically thinking of downsizing anyways but <laughs> you, you know how some people buy the 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 trailer and then buy the truck yeah. uh, and and some people say that's backwards well I want to buy the truck and then buy the trailer <laughs> to accommodate the range. Priorities. No, yeah, exactly. I, I, I love our trailer, so no, I'm not, I'm not changing it up. 
but um, we'll see what happens. This this, this Silverado, um, I'm not a big Chevy fan, but this Silverado is very, very promising and very made me excited. Yeah, it's got some good numbers. Yes. Uh, okay, moving right along. I just wanted to, like I said, change up from Tesla a little bit and bring something else into it. Uh, and then we go right back to Tesla. Uh, the next topic is, this is something I saw firsthand myself um, for one of them. Tesla's, um, and, and this is not this is so localized, I don't have to uh, talk about this very, very long, but uh, new superchargers. I mean, you just mentioned one in your in on your website today that uh, uh, opened... Uh, or not today, it was yesterday, yesterday or day before, opened somewhere uh, on Vancouver Island, right? Yes. The first yeah. uh, B3? First B3, so, yeah. So they're opening all over the place. And then you mentioned one today. I remember the one you mentioned today. It was about uh, Markham opening. Markham their, started. Doing, starting their construction of their third one that's within <laughs> a six or seven kilometer stretch. But you know what? Yeah. There's a lot there. It's very congested. So, yeah, I can see Is there? Yeah. yeah. And, and if you're looking at this this Oakville one, I, I live in this area, so I'm familiar with where this is. And it's uh, the Mississauga one is crammed and busy all the time. So with this Oakville one opening up, and then there's a new Mississauga one opening up on here, Ontario, um, just in that area alone will will free up and ease the congestion. And, and, I, think the, and I think that Mississauga one's a V2 as well, right? Am I, uh, I remember yes. correctly? Yes, yes, it is. It is a V2 because I always remember making the conscious effort to not park beside somebody. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> so, it is, yeah, it definitely is a V2. Yeah. So, but the, I was out there yesterday. The reason I want to talk about this is I was out there yesterday in Oakville and uh, I, you know, my hat's off to the, to the workers, the construction guys that were working. Like I said earlier at the beginning of the show, it was, uh, this week we've had a heat wave in southern Ontario, and it was probably not in the 40s, but in the high 30s yesterday with the humidity. And those guys were busting their butts out there. Uh, and I made a short video, and I, I I felt sorry for the guy. The guy walked walked by. He was obviously on his lunch break, and he walked by and he was looking at me filming. And now, obviously, I'm in a Tesla, so he knew what it was all about, right? But I almost yeah. wanted to put the camera down and and wind down the window and and thank him and shake his hand. Or, or buy him a drink or something like you know what i mean yeah. i almost felt like doing that i didn't because i'm an a-hole but but i felt like doing that <laughs> and uh uh yeah that's about it counts yeah yeah so uh we'll see uh we'll see when that comes anyways that they were just fr uh, forming and framing the uh the concrete curbs and stuff like that so they had the conduits all sticking up so the that part of it is looks like it's run or constructed but there are still early stages away and like uh, i posted that on some pictures on twitter and uh, our friend trevor page who's in the know with this kind of stuff um he was quick to say and he's absolutely right he's i said and i remember saying that you know barring any delays this is probably two or three i think i said maybe four months off and he was quick to say you know ontario there will be delays there will be some kind of permit issue or someone's you know sitting on their hands and uh not not doing what they're supposed to do and there will be delays it's just inevitable but it'll still come before brockville right oh brockville <laughs> you know what we it, just, it, i know about it living in dc <laughs> We don't even need Brockville anymore. With Napanee coming uh, soon, and with with Gananoque, Gananoque for for me, I can get almost on a full charge. 
from my place to Gananoque when I'm going out east to, to uh, Ottawa or Montreal, which is perfect. Like, I mean, if Brockville came, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to use Brockville anyways, because I would, that would mean I would have to stop somewhere in Oshawa or Pickering or Kingston or Port Hope, which I'm stopping too early unless I don't full, uh, fill up to, or not fill up, you know, charge up to hundred percent at home. But why wouldn't you, you know, on a road trip, right? So for me, Gananoque is perfect. I don't need Brockville anymore. And I honestly, yeah. and any of your Canadian listeners, uh, I know this is so inside baseball. Anyone else is listening in any other country, you're like, why are you guys talking about places that we've never even heard of? <laughs> so I, I won't go on anymore, but Brockville, we don't need it. I don't think it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be surprised. But our last, yeah. Our, our last topic before we finish up here, this podcast, we're going to talk uh, about, and we'll be quick on this one too. Uh, I saw this article and I thought, oh, really? Two thirds of Canadians unlikely to buy an EV. Uh, this is what the study says. And this study um, was, I should know, was it JP? JD Power? Power, yeah. yeah, okay. Electric vehicle consideration study. Okay, so they, they um, had 66% of Canadians said that, that they were either very unlikely or somewhat unlikely to consider purchasing an EV for their next vehicle. And that, in, in your article here, it says that that figure significantly dropped 13% from uh, when they did the same study, I guess, last year in 2022. Yeah. So that's that's unnerving or unliked by me, I guess I could say for for lack of any other, I'm speechless. Uh, yeah, I mean, if it was like a two or three or four percentage point drop, you could say, yeah, that's just um, what's the phrase? Um, not statistically significant, but a thirteen percent drop is is statistically significant. <laughs> yeah, it says something. It definitely says something. Um, but this is the important thing. I was ta- we were talking about this earlier. Uh, the study identified three major obstacles in EV consideration. Range anxiety is number one, or not, I don't know if in this order, but is one of them. Charging infrastructure, number two, and retail price. But we were talking about this when we were talking earlier about uh, NACs, the charging infrastructure. Yeah, I, I guess people, when, when they're not thinking of Tesla, they're just thinking of any other EV, yeah, you have to look at that. And yeah, I guess the infrastructure uh, could be scary. I mean, there's a little bit of ignorance there too, right? Like like allowable, For sure. yeah. uh, forgivable ignorance is what I should say. It's like not ignorance in terms of like you you should know, but it's just, it's new to everyone. And, and there's a lot of ed- education that isn't out there that needs to be more, I guess, prevalent. And if the government's going to be pushing this as, as many governments around the world are uh, pushing this with incentives and uh, trying to, get people to adopt EVs and, and uh, renewable stuff, they maybe, I guess, on top of what they're doing, I guess they should have some kind of obligation to educate people too about it. For sure. Education is definitely a big piece of this. And uh, yeah. yeah. And and this this article, if it's true, which I, I, I don't see why it wouldn't be true, but I also mean if it's accurate, I mean, it shows glaringly that, that the vast majority of people no fault of theirs, or maybe, maybe you could say it's it's their fault, uh, aren't educated about uh, electric vehicles and the infrastructure and charging curves and all that kind of stuff, right? I mean, obviously, you and I and anyone who listens to this podcast, we're on a different level. But I go back to saying, you know, the common folk, the normal everyday people that aren't like crazy like us um, about this kind of stuff, 
yeah, I mean, I'm I'm forever, and I'm happy to do it, right? I'm happy to do it. I'm forever talking to my uh, co-workers and friends and family and telling them things and disproving myths here and there. And uh, and when people hear it, they're like, oh, really? I didn't know that. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. I said I think, this. I think a lot of that comes from the early days of EVs when things weren't as good as they are today. And that's kind of what people have stuck in their heads. Uh, they don't know how the industry has progressed and advanced. Um, yeah, it's, it's a totally different story than it was even five years ago. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, yeah, uh, Gary here says, yeah, Canada has a wider distance than the U.S. I, I don't know if he's meaning coast to coast, but I'm pretty sure he's talking about what we're talking about <laughs> in terms of... Um, yeah, EV adoption and, and, and education. Um, and, you know, I mean, I don't know. Is it is it incentive-based that maybe our governments aren't putting out enough money to incentivize people for them to, you know, do a Google search and find out for their own and do their own homework? I don't know. Uh, are, you, are we saying that places like the U.S., and uh, European countries are doing more, their governments are doing more and having better incentives. Like, I think if you ever wanted to look for uh, a model on how to do this, I, mean, I think any country would be foolish to not look any further than no Norway, right? Yeah, incentives play a huge role. And I mean, you, you can even see that in Canada where uh, at the provincial level where there's incentives in BC and Quebec, they are far ahead of every other province um, compared to Ontario. Yeah. 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 I think uh Dan from Northern Tesla did a video a few weeks ago, and I know you 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 had an article there with him uh about that video where he talked about all he broke it all down. And uh it was funny to see some provinces, some small provinces, when I say small, smaller than Ontario that had better in, uh, incentive programs than Ontario. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's a surprising number of uh, incentive programs out there. Yeah, and yeah. still Ontario isn't one of them. <laughs> uh, Gary says here, uh, I'm sure the that the sediment uh, are different from province to province. Yeah, this is exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, so that wraps it up. Uh, I think we've done all the topics, Darren. Is there anything uh, that that you need to publicly correct me on that that I messed up on? <laughs> <laughs> no, go, go ahead. You did, Look you, did an you did an excellent job, Dex. Thank you. I passed. <laughs> uh, see, when I'm doing this by myself, or I'm doing it when you're not on the show, I'm like, well, Darren's not here, so I could, you know, <laughs> I can make this up. And I can talk out of my just butt. wing it. Yeah, but now you got me on my uh, on my P's and Q's, buddy. <laughs> um, Julio, thanks for joining us. He says, uh, "Great job, guys." Thanks, Julio. Uh, you always uh, find it. Uh, some time out of his busy schedule to to w watch the show live. Um, if you are speaking of which, if you get a chance to watch it live, it's always great. And uh, remember at the beginning, uh, Darren, I said one factor I didn't take into consideration when I thought of having this outside was the mosquitoes. Yeah. Well, we're gonna wrap this up in just one minute. <laughs> because this, <laughs> I can see I, you like moving all over. Yeah, yeah. I just got my first bite, but you know what? I'm already covered from going camping for the long weekend. We got some good bites already uh, on, wow. on all of us, but. You know, it's all part of camping and all yeah. part of doing a podcast outside. <laughs> part of the experience. Um, yeah, no. So if you're, what I was saying is if you're uh, fortunate and nice enough to uh, watch us live, that's great. Uh, but if you watch us later, 
and you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button. We do this every month, and I do also do different videos, Tesla-related and uh, accessory-related and non-Tesla-related sometimes and stuff, stuff like that. And if you're listening to the audio version, you're like doing your commute and one of your podcast streaming services. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, if, you're, if your podcast uh, system enables you to rate, which I think they all do now, uh, in a star system like five stars or three stars or thumbs up. I don't know how it does it. Uh, and you're enjoying this. I mean, I've never asked this before, and uh, I, I'm sure it makes a difference, but I've never really thought of it. Uh, this this, this um, podcast isn't monetized, isn't sponsored or anything, so there's no gain. I just do this for, for the fun. Uh, I, I mean, I paid Darren $500 to be here, but other than that, there's, there's, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I wish I could pay you five hundred dollars. So yeah, so uh, but yeah, if you feel it in your good heart, just uh, uh, and you you like the show and the podcast, you found it informative and entertaining. Give me five stars or four stars or three stars or thumbs up, whatever you like. Uh, but apparently, Gary only, Gary only gave you one star. Gary, Gary, son of a. But then he, then he corrected himself to five. Oh, yeah. No, I think that's six he gave me. No, nope, five, you're right. I just can't count. Oh, it. no. If you, oh. if you add them together, it's six. There you go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, any, any, before we go, any uh, Tesla-related news uh, that uh, happened in your life since we spoke last? And if you don't, uh, I don't mean to put you on a spot. You're putting me on the spot. I, I can't think of anything exciting that's happened in my Tesla world lately. No worries. No worries. Your cars are going good. There's no issues with them or anything like that. Yeah, they're yeah, both awesome. doing great. Yeah, the, oh, actually, awesome. the warranty just expired a couple of weeks ago on, on the three. It's yeah, been four years. So yeah, I'm now one of those <laughs> out of warranty people. There, well, there is supposed to be a Canadian warranty company. Uh, yes, around. coming soon. It's supposed to be coming soon. Yeah, it's in Quebec. It's Quebec based, I think. And there's it was started out in Quebec, and it was supposed to come to Ontario. I'm speaking to a buddy of mine that um is in the know and is related to that, associated with that. And um, he told me it was coming soon, but maybe yeah. there was some hiccups. Anyways, hopefully it'll come so, soon. Because yeah, here's another regeneration exclusive. It it is available in Ontario right now. Um, it is. But you'll be here. You'll be hearing about it very soon. We're just working on the details. I'm going to be helping them promote it. So. Oh, good, 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 good. Is it um, yeah. the same company I'm thinking of? I guess there is only one, right? Yeah, it's the, Quebec. It's the same one. Yeah, it started yeah. in Quebec, yeah. Yep, okay, cool. Oh, good to know. Yeah. I haven't spoke to my, my buddy in a while, so maybe that's why. Yeah. Uh, actually, I, I did speak to him. I spoke to him just a few weeks ago. I had a question about Montreal when I went to the to the race, but uh, we didn't touch on I It was just very specific. I didn't want to bother him on a weekend, so I just asked him about the – Metro and stuff like that and parking and anyways, you know what I did? It's not test related, but it's EV related for, and we're losing light too. So the other reason I'm going to wrap this up in a minute is not only the mosquitoes, but the light. <laughs> um, we, it, it, people may not know. I, I don't expect everyone to know, but before I had my Tesla, I had another, my first EV was a Kia Soul EV. That car was great i loved it anyways it was a kia i uh, uh had that for a while and and i i was on the mailing list and every now and then i get special offers from kia and i just ignore them and stuff last week i get this email from kia about the ev9 
saying if you want to be first to own it, uh, it's coming soon to Canada and stuff. Anyways, it's basically it's sign up now to get your spot in line. So I thought, you know, just for, you know, just for the hell of it, I, I put in my email and phone number and um, skip a week. This week, I get a phone call from, it says Kia Toronto or Toronto Key, I forget which one it is. And uh, I answered it, and a uh, nice sales guy, he's saying, okay, it's not out yet. He goes, we don't know when it's coming. We just know in the fall, maybe early next year. Details are still sketchy. Uh, they don't even have pricing, and that's what I was hoping that they would have is pricing, but they didn't have pricing. Um, yeah. But he said next week they're opening up orders. Uh, anyone who wants to order, it's fully refundable. It's a $1,000 deposit. And that locks your spot in line, and then it's fully refundable. So, I've been but looking. Then I, still no, still no prices in a week. Still no price. And I said to him, I said, I would really like to know a price before I lock in, or or I give you a thousand dollars to lock in a thing. He goes, well, you know, you typical sales guy, right? Nice guy. Like I said, he said, if you want, you can still put the thousand dollars down, and then a month or a week later, if you find out the, the price gets released and you find out it, uh, it's not what you're hoping for, you can get your money back. So I thought, you know, that might be a good idea. So anyway, it's supposed to be next week. Um, and then, <laughs> then today, another guy reached out to me from the same dealership. I guess another sales guy. I guess he didn't know that his associate called me. And I said, yeah, I already spoke to your guy yesterday. He goes, oh, he goes, okay, no problem. He goes, yeah. So he, he was able to answer a little bit more questions because I while I had him on the phone, I figured, you know, I'll pick your brain. Uh, he seems to think, and this is take it with a grain of salt. He's And he, he even said to me, so don't quote me on this, because if I had to guess, I think here in Canada, it's going to start at 70,000. But that's the, that's going to be the smaller battery, the real wheel drive. Like there's going to be, yeah. I think four or five different trims for that. Anyways, it's an exciting car. And it made me think it, it tows 5,000 pounds and it's, it's a six seater. It won't have, apparently it won't have the swiveling second row seat here in North America uh, because of some laws, but, they only have it in, in Korea. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, that's my uh, EV news that, that uh, excited me so, for the week at least. <laughs> so you might be going back to a Kia EV next year. Yeah, you, yeah, I, yeah, you never know, buddy. Um, I know. <laughs> I had a talk with my wife last night about it already. And you never know. Oh, we'll see. I'm, I'm not committing to anything. But uh, it is an exciting vehicle, and it looks promising. It, I'll tell you that at least. I mean, I know it's not a Tesla. I know it doesn't have the... Um, Kia is not officially Kia or Hyundai is not officially on board yet, but apparently they're in talks maybe with yeah. a Tesla to go with Max. And eventually, I know they will, right? Uh, it's just not official. But uh, I mean, this is what happens. Going back to Max before we just end the show, I'll just say this is what happens when when uh, public charging is not an issue anymore. People can freely look at different things before they were when they were not looking or or they felt restricted. Yeah. Anyways, we'll leave it at that uh, because it is getting dark and I can see lights above me here, <laughs> uh, which I didn't see before. They were on, but I didn't see them. Darren, thanks very much for uh, joining us t tonight. Or no today. worries. Thanks for having me. Tonight. And I would I would normally ask you where people could find you, but I think everyone knows Drive Tesla Canada, the website itself, and um, uh, Twitter. You're very active on Twitter. Uh, you, Try to be, yep. Oh, you are, man. Uh, you, it's between you and Elon. I don't know who tweets more. I think you got the same, same amount of followers too, don't you? Uh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a few hundred million off. But yeah, and, and unless you want to 
yeah, <laughs> who's counting? Unless you want to correct me, is there anywhere else uh, you want to tell people to find you? Yeah, no, those are the two two best spots. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, thanks again for coming on. Uh, I will um, I will second you once again, probably in another three months. <laughs> and we maybe, I'll be ready. Maybe not, I'll, I'll I'll give you all, I'll give you the break for all all the other podcasts, and then I'll bring you in when the earnings call is right after the earnings call, so we can talk about it because you you seem to know all the the juicy details about that. Or when the Cybertruck <laughs> comes out. Oh, well, whichever yeah, comes that, That's going to be a big podcast. I'm going to have everyone on. Yeah. I've given all these guys a break uh, and been doing it on my own and stuff. Ed, but whenever when the Cybertruck comes out, we're going to have a big podcast party. All of us. It's going to be like be it's going to be like the Brady Bunch screen. <laughs> 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 okay folks thanks for watching thanks for listening we'll catch you later take care bye-bye